Yeah, let's do it. Buenos dias. It's, good, it's good afternoon. Buenos tardes. What's up, Isaac? Isaac and I were just talking about uh, the Israeli Day Parade today. We were. And guys, today is the first day you may notice that you're watching here on the Ted Jones World YouTube channel or you're on Spotify. Yes, we have video on Spotify. Amazing. But we have new stands. We got new mics. So, Grandma, I know you've complained sometimes about the sound not being crystal clear. Now it should be crystal clear two and a half years later. We've upgraded the sound system. Isaac Gardenberg, how are you, sir? What's up, dude? Let's get to the episode. So you're coming from the East Village. East Village. Second half of the Village Idiot Comedy Show. We had Andrew Ginsberg on a few episodes ago. But um, what you been up to, man? How's it going? How's comedy? How's life? Oh, it's good. I'm just, uh, it's warm today, man. I can't think about anything else. It is so Warm hot. might be an understatement. Yeah, it's, it, it's crazy how, like, what was yesterday? What was the temperature yesterday? Yesterday was like 90 also. 90? I was out in Long Island, so I didn't know. But, like, it'll go back to 60 probably throughout the rest of this I week, so, right? I don't, I don't, it's, it's too early for this, I think. Where are you from initially? In New Jersey. Yeah, I grew up in New jersey um on the shore oh really yeah that's got to be kind of interesting right because you just see like a whole different group of people throughout the year right was it like quiet during the winter and then bumping during the summer yeah winter's very quiet pretty empty and then summers just gets it gets crazy there so what does it kind of look like though like you just have your high school kind of stuff that you do whatever going to the mall going to your friends houses and then what do the activities look like in the summer compared to the winter in the summer, it's all beach, pool, football, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, regular beach activities, a little spike ball. Oh, no. is that the thing with the... Oh, um, yeah, the little, like, net on the ground. And like trampoline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was that game invented? I don't know, but we got it when it came out. <laughs> you guys gone. might have started it. So do a lot of your friends have pools at their house? Yeah, a good amount. Probably 50-50. Really? Yeah, something like and that. And how often do you get to use those pools, though? Uh... I don't go home that often, but when I go home, but when you I'm, do, I'm going to a pool. The thing is, like, um, like I have friends who've grown up in Chicago and stuff, and I never really understood why they would have pools. But like, obviously, being at the Jersey Shore, you can get like three months of use out of it. Yeah. But like being in Chicago, you really only get like one or maybe six weeks of using that pool, really. Or I guess September is fine, whatever. September, that's a cold. That's a cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like in Chicago, I feel like 70s September going right. in the pool is like kind of mi- mix as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me a lot about what you're doing, man, or a little, a lot, whatever you feel like doing. But um, you have started a Twitch channel. This is like kind of the third iteration of the Twitch stream that we're doing. We started it initially probably a year and a half ago, something like that. Live on Twitch? Live on Twitch. And we were doing it at like... Super late, maybe like midnight, one in the morning, Saturday night. It's just like we wanted to do like a weird like late night call in show, and it was just it didn't really work out in that uh, that setup. I think we had we didn't have like a good kind of back and forth yet. We were still like we knew each other, but we didn't have like the kind of comedy back and forth that we kind of developed a little bit more now. Uh, and then we were doing for the last few months Saturday night live stream. Uh, just kind of building out the concept, like making sure like it was fun for us and like the people that were watching it liked it. And now for the last few weeks, we've been doing it Tuesday nights, uh, 10 p.m., kind of like a better time slot, I think, to get people to watch mm-hmm. versus Saturday night. Right. In um, the past, did you have like a lot of drunk people calling in? Was that kind of the idea in your mindset yeah, doing yeah. that? Like all my drunk friends calling in or like at their pregame, they'd be watching it, stuff like that. It was fun, but I think, uh, I think the way on... On Tuesdays, I think we'll be able to probably reach more people. So Tuesdays at 10 p.m., you guys sit down, um, what, in, like, one of your apartments, and you guys yeah. just go live on Twitch and just kind of talk? Or is it, like, shooting the shit? What is the, what is the show kind of like? Yeah, so it's like a call-in show. So, like, ideally, people would be calling in, just, like, 
some freaks or whatever just calling in being weird and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just kind of like shoot the shit like we'll do like characters it's kind of like improv stuff too but i don't know we'll just like end up like slip into a character and then like i'll talk to the character or andrew will talk to me as a character and then we'll talk to each other as ourselves it's just just silly and fun and a good time so when did you guys actually first meet you and andrew andrew and i we probably met in 2019 the beginning of 2019 uh, we met doing improv at UCB. Oh no way! I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that you also, or I did know that you did um, yeah. improv, and then apparently Andrew got you into doing stand up. That's what he was saying. He, he was takes credit for it. He yeah. was one of the people. So uh, I took I took in, uh, UCB classes for like four years, dude. I still have the Herald thing on my refrigerator, that oh, sign nice. right there, the first beat, second yeah. beat, third beat. So um, I had taken all four classes, and then I came back, and then like six months before the pandemic, I had taken 101, 201, 301, 401, and as I was like waiting to get a Lloyd audition, like March 15th, 2020 happened. So like right. everything shut down. I was still doing this podcast, but like I had such a vision of just doing strictly improv. And I yeah. think that the pandemic kind of made me like switch my footing. I was like, well, improv, I mean, as you know, like UCB freaking shut down in New York yeah. city. So I was like, where can I go just to perform in general? You know, like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to either take classes, be performing at open mics, performing at shows, whatever. So like that kind of switched my mindset to be like, okay, now I think that, I mean, stand-up comedy is really it's taking, like, a front-row seat in terms of, like, performance. Like, I, I, I feel, you correct me if I'm wrong, like, the last two and a half years, I mean, since the pandemic happened and then, like, you know, comedy's come back, it's really come back at, like, a faster pace than I think before the pandemic. Well, I really didn't do comedy before the pandemic, so I don't really know. I did, like, 10 open mics in, like, 2021, and then I really don't feel like I started until... Or sorry, in 2020, I did like 10 mics. I feel like I didn't really start until 2020. Talk about your progression from going from improv into stand-up comedy and then now having a show twice a week. Yeah, so, I mean, there are a few people. Like, Andrew was definitely one of the people that told me I should try stand-up. Um, but the person I went to my first open mic with is actually one of my good friends, Matt. He's also our photographer for Village Idiot. And um, he was my roommate in college, and he used to always just write jokes. And I was, like, shocked. I'm like, how could you write joke like what does that even mean like he would say something funny and then write it down I'm like oh that's sick and like he never did stand up in college but we'd always talk about doing it and then uh once we were in the city after he graduated he had uh he kind of like pushed me to go do my first mic so we went to that together and he kind of didn't really love it as much as he thought he would and i just kind of got hooked interesting where'd you go to college i went to binghamton upstate new york upstate. suny binghamton so yeah. you went to high school what high school on the shore did you go to I went to like a private Jewish high school. So my um, my grandparents had a house uh, in Love Ladies. You familiar with Love Ladies? No. So like down, I, is there another name for it? Maybe Love Ladies Long Island. It was like the end of the shore where there's like Long a Dairy Island Queen, Barnegat Light. No, 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 no. I mean Jersey Shore. My bad. Uh, Barnegat Light. Familiar that's with like Barnegat super Light? Far south, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that, I, that. Okay, so like where where exactly? Long Branch. Long Branch. I've heard of, oh, there's like West Long Branch. It's a very yeah, Jewish yeah. area, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So you went to a Jewish high school and then you moved to the city right after high school? After college. Right after college. I'm slipping up a little bit here, bro. <laughs> so what was um I, what was like the main drive besides people kind of pulling you to, towards comedy? Like was the corporate life just not for you? Yeah, I mean, I still have a job. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's for me. Right. So, yeah, I, but I always like in high school, I did like plays and stuff. And like even when I was younger, I was doing plays. The performing and, arts. Yeah. And I remember in high school, I'd like improv during my, like in the play, like shown at it, just like do some like improv and like pulling like inside jokes and just kind of crushing with that stuff. 
And so I always thought after college, I'd kind of go back to that. And um, I, yeah, so I just started with improv and then found my way to stand. Where was the first place you lived in the city? First place I lived in the city. I've been in the Lower East Side, East Village area since I moved here. It's a great area, super yeah. close to everything. And let's talk about how you guys first started uh, the Village Idiot. What was the kind of thought process? And then how did you guys get the venue? Two yeah. venues. Two venues. Yeah, well, Andrew, was, I'd say more his idea. Well, our original idea was just like, let's start an open mic. Just like, so we could practice hosting, meet more people kind of thing. Like, get more involved in the scene. And um, we, we just went around to a bunch of bars, just like, hey, we wanted to start an open mic. We could bring, like, 15 people here. It's, like, just coming out of the pandemic. Places are pretty, uh, you know, light on customers. Like, hey, we'll bring 15 people here. They'll all buy a drink. You guys, it'll help everyone out. And we went into the Juke Bar, and they said, we're actually more of a show bar. We're not really an open mic kind of place. If you guys want to do a show, we could speak about that. And thank God they said that, because that yeah. kind of was everything for us. So we've just been, you know, ever since then, we've just been running the show a little over a year. And they also own the Mayfly, so once they open that, oh, uh, okay, okay, same uh, owner. Yeah, so same I, owner. so I did the Village Idiot Comedy Show about a week and a half now, guys. One of the one of the best bar shows in the city for sure, hands down. You go in there, it's just the vibe is so different and like electric. I love it. Like I can imagine being a customer there and just chilling in the crowd and watching somebody just try and do stand up, trying to like beat everybody on like the other side of the bar. If the other side of the bar is like talking too much, it's just a great environment. And I yeah. feel like it was so different. Like when I was doing it, I just felt like. Like, wow, this is so unique. You know, like when you're doing a comedy show and it's maybe at a comedy club, like everybody's poised in watching you. They're drinking, maybe they're eating, but like the focus is fully on you. And then at the juke bar, it kind of feels like the, well, I guess if you're standing on the stage, like the left side of the room is yeah. more so paying attention to you. And then the right side oh, is yeah. like the bar side. So have you, what, I mean, have you had like really great sets at that spot? And have you had a show where you've been like, wow, this crowd is super fucking drunk and annoying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, once in a while. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since it's once a week. Yeah, it's weekly. Well, at that, at it that used place. To be every other week, and over the last few months, we started doing it weekly. Beautiful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll have some good sets there. But honestly, when we're there, you know, I think me and Andrew, what we try to do is not necessarily have the best sets, more try new stuff. You know, it's like a great place. Like, if one of us bombs, like, no one cares. It's our show. So that way, when we do other shows, we'll be more ready. But, yeah, we'll have good sets there, you know, all the time. But, well, there's. Man, there's been some times where that bar gets packed and it gets rowdy. Yeah, I can imagine even like coming up during the summer, it's going to be like super hot with that body heat in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's got some amazing. Good AC in there, okay, Come good. Yeah. Joe, by the way, <laughs> Isaac, I have to ask you, are you free June 21st, 7 p.m. for the Ted Jones Comedy Show? I'm putting you on the spot, man. What day we we, have, to, we have to check your, your calendars. Uh, Tuesday. Sure. Tuesday. We'll double check after yeah. this. But guys, check the link in this YouTube video for the next Ted Jones Comedy Show dates. Yeah. I don't know what day this is going to be released. Actually, yes, I do. It's going to be released Monday. Today is Monday. This Saturday at the People's Improv Theater Comedy Night with oh, Ted yeah. Jones, 9 p.m. We have a freaking slam and bang and lineup. Check the link in this YouTube video. You can't make that. You come June 7th or you see June Isaac 21st. June 21st. Absolutely, man. So uh, setting up a comedy show weekly, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of pressure, of course, yeah. as you know. Uh, how do you guys kind of set up the lineup? I didn't ask Andrew this. Do you do like half you setting up like three comics and then Andrew picks three comics or how, no, do, how we, does it work? We agree on everybody for the most part. I mean, once in a while. I, yeah, I can't really think of a time where there's truly been like, I will like not put, book this comic. I will die. Like it's never happened. We're like, we have pretty similar sense of humor. I mean, we're always, we always hang out, you know, so like we kind of, we're, we're pretty much usually in agreement. Have any comics, I mean, gotten like, disheveled or I don't even if know that's the right word they're just like messed up by the crowd there where they just start bombing or maybe they'll get in a fight with like a drunk customer has that happened yet 
Dude, there, I, yeah, I guess I won't say names, but there's this one comic, and he's hysterically so good, and he was crushing, but the, because you know how it's set up, it's kind of like three separate rooms, there's the main room, the room to the right, and then the bar area. Yeah, the bar is like kind of in the back, you kind of, kind of look behind you on the stage a little bit, like look around the corner, yeah. So that part could get, especially there, could get super rowdy if the bartenders aren't like, hey, like we got a show, keep it Okay, okay, okay. So there's a guy there screaming, just being so drunk and loud, and... One of the comics just like, hey, man, like, just shut up, basically. But like, this guy came up in his face during his set screaming at him. And like, we all we were, like, all in the back room ready to jump out and just, like, break this up. But, like, I don't was know. This, was this uh, pre-Will Smith, Chris Rock situation? This was pre, Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Is it a few months ago? or was A few it... months ago, yeah. Damn. It was, it okay, was, interesting. It, it got close to being something, but, like, luckily, like, it the guy ended up getting kicked out, but uh, yeah, it was it gets it could get crazy. There well, also though, like you guys do it at a time when I feel like people shouldn't be that belligerently wasted, right? Like, For sure. Eight p.m. on a Monday, like maybe yeah. your happy hour. You're like an hour and a half, two hours in. You're four drinks deep. You shouldn't be belligerent, maybe. But it's a Wednesday I don't know. night, like come right, on. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally. Well, you got, well, you guys also do it Monday at Mayfly, right? Yeah, it's ten so, p.m. Okay, so what does that vibe kind of look like compared to the two? Considering like well, both of the bars, okay, well, a little different. bit quieter. Yeah, well, they, yeah, a lot quieter. It's, well, that room is set up more like there's like a small stage and it's just like one room, so it's more manageable. And um, it's a Monday night. Like, people are, they're just chilling. They're not like pounding drinks. And that right. bar in general, I think, is less of a drinking bar than Juke Bar is. So, what has been your favorite part about throwing the show? Has it been like a year now, you think? It's been it's a little good? over a year. We started okay. March, probably 24th, around then. Of 2021? 2021, yeah. Okay. I remember I was supposed to go to Florida for Passover, and I pushed my flight back one day. Let's go. So Shalom Aleichem. Okay, exactly. nice. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's, yeah. Been the, what's been the best part about setting up that show? Do you think like just getting reps in and being able to host and just getting a whole different variety of comics and networking and whatever? Yeah, getting the reps in is great, but really just like meeting a lot of people has been, it's been so good for that. Um, yeah, but the I mean the reps I guess has got to be the best part. So how comfortable are you on stage in terms of like length? Like if somebody was like, all right, Isaac, go up there, do as long do as long as you can. How much time do you think you'd be comfortable going up there and not like you know having the crowd be like, all right, when is this guy getting off? Yeah, I guess it just depends on the day, right? Sometimes we'll do a five minute set and it's like, oh, two minutes in, like this is not going how I thought it would, <laughs> you know. But it just it just depends on the day, the crowd. How I'm feeling, I guess. But what do you think you're at? Like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, yeah, 15, something like that. that. Yeah, you know. I'm not gonna say a number because if you're booking me for 25, let's minutes, go. Exactly, <laughs> amazing. No one's ever said that. Everybody in here comes just with a straight number. No, I'm gonna do however much time you tell me to do. That's and, what I'm uh, talking about, bro. It so, either goes well or it doesn't, but I'm doing. it. Are you trying to set up shows on like the shore? Are there a lot of shows down there? Like, do you have a home comedy club? Kind of when you go back home, or not really? I don't really know the scene too well there. Um, I've like when I've gone home for weekends, like it's really hard to even find like an open mic to do. Uh, we've been talking about maybe doing some kind of pop-up show, like one-off this Love that. summer there, but uh, we haven't really put much thought into it yet. Well, I mean, they probably have massive bars down there, too, that yeah, could be, like, like a great options like that. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. That's, like a, that's a pretty Jewish area as well, too, right? Asbury not as no? much, no, okay. but it's like a, like a big music town, not really a comedy town. Oh, right, the Bruce, like Bruce Springsteen, yeah. okay, yeah. right. So I'm, sure like that they, I'm, so I'm sure they have some, like, big venues for that, too. Yeah. And then also, I feel like if you live in Jersey Shore, like, People want to go to the city for comedy. And then, like, if they go to the Jersey Shore, they're thinking, like, beach town, drinking during the day, yeah. maybe concerts, whatever it is. Yeah, they do, like, 
the comedy shows there, it's like Count Basie and Red Bank, which is like a theater, like headliner stuff. But there's not really any like, uh, there's a few shows I know about in Red Bank. Um, but I, I'm, I don't really know the producers or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's really more of a music town than a comedy town. So East Village, you find yourself being pretty centered, like close to most spots down there. I'm always jealous of people who live in the East Village. It just feels like you can walk to so many different places in one night. Yeah, I just, uh, when I graduated college, I lived with like one of my best friends and we just wanted to be there to party. And now it's good for comedy, I'd say. Now it's a good mix. Yeah, yeah. Right, man. So besides, um, I guess, the two shows that you're doing throughout the week, what do you look to, and I guess your Twitch stream as well. Are you kind of bouncing around to other shows? You doing a lot of open mics? What is your like comedy trajectory right now? Yeah, so yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday we got shows and stream and then but we're also doing mics before the show before the stream before everything and uh yeah mics every day we hit a couple mics yesterday i'm gonna hit a mic today after this i love that dude you know whenever there's a show i'm i'm gonna do it you know but i'm, I'm still pretty new like i really feel like i didn't start doing comedy until february 2021 that's when i really started grinding and like committing all my time to it so what was like the first time where you were like, all right, I want to kind of do this full time, you know, outside of doing your day job right now, but just doing it full time and trying to pursue yeah. it as much as possible. It was, it was around then. Like I was doing like, like I, like I said, I did like 10, 15 mics prior to February, 2021. And then like that month, I'm like, this is, this is the only thing I just have to do this. And I just started going to mics every day. Like I remember the first one I really did was like an outdoor Joey Bats mic after a show. No one was listening to me. No one cared. <laughs> Like, I got, like, two laughs. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm going to keep going. Like, why not? So I think the first time I saw you was at Prohibition Comedy. Yeah. When was this? Probably March, something like that. A few months back. So what is one of your favorite um, open mics, then? If you Favorite if, mics? Yeah, favorite open mics. For somebody listening who wants oh, to get, um, maybe get their feet wet in comedy, they don't want high-stress situation like a juke bar, what, what's, like a, what's a good mic that people should, people should go to? I don't know. I mean, they're all they're all pretty similar, you know. The good ones are, are like the ones that like bring an audience. Like I did one Monday yes, night that like yes. there's just like an audience there. Tonight, the one I'm doing should have an audience. So just like I'll go on the Facebook page and find it. Totally. Just, like, well, yeah, like New York comedy shows. I started doing open mics. I'd say probably like four years ago before right. I even really got the bug. Like I would follow around one of my buddies. I'm not sure if you know him, Julio Gallerati. So he, um, he's been in the comedy game for a very long time. He actually has a Netflix special coming out with Pete Davidson and Best Friends. I think it's like June 13th. He did like 15 minutes. So I, I, I had been following him around in the comedy game for so long. And then I, f I finally built up enough courage to just do my first open mic. Yeah. And it was fucking terrifying at first. So if any of you guys have not done comedy and you want to do an open mic, yes, you're going to get cold feet many a times. It might take you by the third one before you finally actually do it. But once you do it, it's great. And you realize that nobody fucking gives a shit who's at the open mic in general. They're worried about the same things that you're worried about, right? Do you find yourself listening a lot during your set or you kind of have your set and then you're like, okay, let's do my 10 minutes like this in particularly. Or are you like switching after five minutes you're like okay this particular five minutes didn't work let's kind of go this direction with this five minutes at a mic or a show yeah, at a show just because like you host something once a week and i think it's unique just because a lot of people don't have a show i mean right. twice a week where you're hosting consistently yeah i think um like you just yeah, shoot I mean, you the have shit to listen to what the audience is saying otherwise you're just gonna keep bombing i mean i did a, I did a show last week two weekends ago and um I mean, the person before me just absolutely murdered, just destroyed. And then I went up and I was doing like my little jokes and like no one cared. So like I was just bombing for five minutes. And then the second five minutes, just 
I had to pivot. I did crowd work, and then the rest of it went well. But like, if you're not listening to what the crowd's doing, doing, you're just gonna bomb. Totally, I hear you. So yeah. it is good to take off those noise canceling headphones sometimes, even though if you guys are up there and you're just like, all right, I want to stick completely with these jokes. You got to read the room. You know, like when you're at an open mic, maybe you're not listening to the crowd or whatever. But I think like like you were saying at a show, it really yeah, makes a, a difference just to listen. I think at a mic, you have to do it more for yourself. I think it doesn't really because the crowd they don't. They don't care at a mic for the most part. It's just a bunch of comics sitting there that want to go do their thing. Yeah, totally. So what's been your favorite comedy club in New York City, if you have one favorite at this club? moment? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really get up at clubs. I do bar shows more, but I, I've done a few spots at clubs here or there. But like like my New York Comedy one, Club, I saw you at the past, the, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, yeah, right? Yeah, but my favorite one, like as a, an audience member, is The Stand. I used to go there every Monday night to Frantic before I did stand-up. Love it was that. Just my favorite place in the world you ever go to the old stand on uh 19th yeah, street i went there when i was in college a few times yeah man that was when i like first fell in love i think with comedy just like seeing all the people who i'm seeing today just like at the stand kind yeah. of the same people who have been in the mix for six to eight years whatever uh but yeah the stand comedy club has been great and guys also i forgot to mention but if you guys listened to the last episode july 3rd we have the third annual ted jones world vegan hot dog eating contest at the stand it's gonna be freaking lit i cannot wait we're doing the first 40 minutes of the show is gonna be the vegan hot dog eating contest 10 minutes all you can eat we're looking for six to eight contestants and then after that the first 40 minutes we will have a comedy show so we'll have um a hand selected few comics uh just do comedy and hopefully you know have um a bit of a summary of the vegan hot dog eating contest but that'll be very exciting i'm excited is it gonna be the same people that eat the hot dog <laughs> do comedy no 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 <laughs> we're having six to eight people anybody who wants to join in the vegan hot dog eating contest yourself could even be included but just send in your applications to tedjonesworld at gmail.com or tedjonesworld on instagram and um hopefully we'll get you in the contest all right we're looking for a sponsor guys july 3rd at the sand and 2 or 3 p.m we'll figure that out that uh, the shortly craziest comedy event i've ever heard let's of. go thank you man <laughs> we've we've done it twice before and this will be the first time we're doing it in person selling tickets nice. i'm super excited That's uh so for good. charity it'll be dope man oh, awesome. really looking forward to it so probably well, I think they do the regular, hot, I should say regular. They do the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating oh. Contest on July 4th. Yeah. So it'll be a nice uh, prelude to that. Yeah, and then hopefully it'll, it'll get bigger than the regular Hot Dog Eating Contest. I think it's a funny, um, funny concept. And, and everything, all the ticket sales um, will be given to charity, you know, post uh, figuring everything out. But that'll be exciting. So, yeah, nice. man, yeah, just do, cool. doing silly stuff like that. And then I think that also, you know, could be good for like a Twitch streaming type of thing. So what do you guys see different in posting your uh, content to YouTube and then posting it to Twitch. So we're doing the Besides live Besides the very obvious live stream, yes. Yeah, but we're, li we're live streaming on YouTube and Twitch now. Oh. At first it was only Twitch. Now we're streaming on both. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just... I'd prefer... I think we'd prefer if we just did it all on Twitch, but I think if you include YouTube, you have, like, obviously a wider audience. More people are, like, comfortable with YouTube, I guess, but... Yeah, I, I don't even think we're posting the full videos on Twitch. I think we're only posting the full ones on YouTube. But I could be wrong about that. We how long? Using a new system. How long is it, is the uh, the show? An hour? Now it's an hour. We were doing it an hour and a half initially. Do you guys ever think about live streaming your show? I don't know if that would work, just because comics and they're burning their material and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that and also. For stand-up, you so have to be in the room for it. Like it's such a different feeling online than in person. Like even like watching a Netflix special is just like kind of whatever. It's so like. different nowadays, you know. Yeah. It's just like you see a comic, maybe like if you see a comic one time and then you see them again a month later. You want like a completely new set, 
You know, like I find that like some audience members are like, well, you said those jokes last time. And it, I, it's kind of different for me just because like every time I go out on the Ted Jones comedy show, I feel like I need to crush. So like right. I try my best to sprinkle in as much new stuff as possible. But sometimes it's hard. And then if I were to be like on a Twitch stream and like the village idiot and then somebody came to see me like two days later after they watch me on the Twitch stream, they'd be like, dude, like your set was like 80 percent. Right. You know, the same. So, yeah, comedy, it's a little bit different. And then, um, you know, like everybody is, for the most part, in comedy trying to build up to that special. So it's yeah. kind of like it's a, it's a different time in comedy than it was a few years ago. But I, I never felt like that because I, like, I used to go every single Monday to watch brand to get the stand and i see the same comics doing like similar sets and i loved it yeah and like because interesting you, like they're adding they're adding new tags or doing you know it's not exactly the same even if it is right the right same. right yeah and i just loved it like to see kind of all the material develop over like interesting time. you're a good crowd member then in terms of like uh watching you know comedy shows back in the day yeah i loved it it was the best nice man yeah. so what else is on tap for you for the next upcoming months this summer in the eastville Man, this summer you're gonna be spending some time at the shore also on the beach yeah but it's like i don't want to miss weekends let's go i love that i feel the exact same way dude i was in long island this weekend i had a wedding friday night saturday night got wasted friday night didn't drink last night just so like i'd be more prepared for this um for this podcast and then also driving home from long island but like i feel you man missing weekends in the city is tough as nice as the beaches and whatever but like being in the city, like Friday, Saturday night shows, there's something freaking yeah. glorious about those nights, man. Yeah. I work nine to five, so like weekdays, I can only get like one or two mics, and the weekends, like I could do, I have all day, I could do everything, you know, there's so much more comedy on the weekends. So me. just looking forward to the weekends and comedy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go home, like I'm going home for Memorial Day next weekend, you know, I'll go spend some time there, take a few days off, but yeah, I mean, I got, I got like family stuff also that I got to go home for, like weddings, bar mitzvahs, all that good stuff. So, like, th those are kind of built into the summer. So, like, I have, like, set weekends that I'll be home, but I'm going to... I'll be in the city as much as I can. Totally. Know? Which I do. I do every summer anyway. Any of your friends from growing up do comedy, or you kind of venture to the city alone in doing comedy? Any of my friends from growing up? Yeah, like growing no, up. No one, no one that I grew up with... Actually, that's not true. There's a couple... One or two comics in the city that I grew up with. Um... And there's like actually some kids I went to college with also that are doing stand up things like that, but uh, no one that's like my close my closest friends that do it. Um, everyone in comedy they're like my tightest friends I met doing comedy. Did you have any other places in mind that you wanted to go to college for, like maybe places out in California or go down to U Miami stuff like that? Nah, I was like, I applied to like Binghamton, Rutgers, like just like a bunch of state schools, and then <laughs> me and like a bunch of my friends. We went up to Binghamton for a weekend senior year, and it was just the craziest weekend of our lives. <laughs> so wait, you all went there just to visit to see if you wanted to potentially go to Binghamton? Oh, yeah. Love and that. And we came back. We're, we're all, yeah. We're, we're, and we're, you all went? Oh, yeah. It's and hilarious. Like, what happened that weekend? Right? I was just really <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was great. great. The school. professors were amazing. Yeah. So I went to a state school, too. I went to UConn. But like, oh, nice. um, Binghamton had a pretty solid tennis team, and I would have thought about looking at Rutgers if they had a men's tennis team. Right. I was looking at like Syracuse, Rutgers. I mean, well, Syracuse being a private school, but just all those kind of schools. Um, Maryland, I wanted to go to Miami. Yeah. I still spend like a ton of time in Miami. I love nice. Miami. You ever been down there? Yeah, I, I don't go too often, but 
Last Passover we went. You know, I look for I look forward to hopefully them having more of a comedy scene in the future. We'll Isn't see. A good scene there. Yeah, well they have like I mean they have like bar shows and stuff, but they're few and far between, and they're okay. far away from each other. It's like okay. kind of it's like L A ish in that like right. maybe you'll have a show in North Hollywood, and then you have forty minutes to get to Venice, which is like not happening. Right. You know, in New York, as you know, being in the East Village, you can pop over here, pop over here, and do four sets in one night. Yeah. Basically, in every other city, it just seems like that's nearly impossible i mean new york's just so much smaller yeah it, great. it is it's like crazy when you think about comparing new york city comedy to any other city in comedy just because of like the proximity to other comedy clubs i think that we really have an advantage of that but you know in we were just in chicago a couple months ago we oh yeah andrew was telling me about there. that yeah yeah tell they me they have this place there i don't know if you've been but the lincoln lodge in chicago i've heard of it i haven't it's, been to chicago it's sick they got like three rooms there it's a comedy club and oh, you could wow. just like Bounce around all night doing like shows, mics, stuff like that. Just shows continuously going on. Like you can do one set at 7 p.m. and then one at 9 or whatever. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Like I said, we, I mean, we were only there for a few days and we, we just like hung around there. We did a couple mics, but there were people that were like bouncing around doing a bunch of shows. Do you guys find that you could potentially do like a bar city pop up tour for like two months where you just hit like a different city every other day and just village idiot and you find the local comics i mean it would definitely be pretty difficult to find local comics in every single city but do you guys kind of have an idea of doing something like that that's a good idea i never really thought of doing it like long term but that's like i guess we did that in a small scale in chicago on a small scale in chicago right that's a yeah that's a good idea i bet we could do that it would just be like how does that work with our day jobs right you know? but uh yeah it's a good idea something to think about so comedy friday and saturday coming up this summer anything else in particular you're looking forward to summer yeah man honestly just grinding there's nothing else that's all there is is working i guess i don't know uh beach that'll be nice a couple times like i said but i don't know i i i'm like in between moving apartments right now so i'm so not oh wow do you have to move out because your rent went through the roof well, I wanted to, I have like roommates now and I wanted to live alone. Oh, okay, like, okay. I'm like, God, I don't want to spend this much money to live alone. It's not even worth it. So I'm like moving into my mom's place for the summer. Okay. Out after that, but. Yeah. How, well, did, had you signed your lease initially with your roommates during, you got like a good COVID deal or have you been in there for a long time? No, we've been in this place for a year. So we got like an okay deal. An like okay right deal. When everything was yeah. Starting, <laughs> yeah. Now it's nuts, yeah, bro. Now it's crazy. So I'm just like, I'm not paying for this. I'm yeah. I don't like it that much. I hear you, man. And also, it's good to reset sometimes. Yeah. And it really yeah. is good to reset sometimes. No, I agree. So I'm, I feel I, That's you, all man. I've been thinking about. Like, I, I was supposed to move a bunch of stuff over today, but it was just too hot. I'm like, I'm going to wait until tonight, maybe. <laughs> you hiring a moving company? No, I'm doing it all by hand. Wow. Yeah. Nice. You getting some bros to help you out or what? No, I'm, most of my stuff I sent back to Jersey with my dad last weekend. Just like books and whatever. And like, I've really just kind of moved my clothes over there. What are you doing with your mattress? Is that getting one of the... Getting the, rid of it. Oh, yeah? I don't want this mattress anymore. All right. Also, like, the, it, it sounds like a more of a pain in the neck also to bring a mattress to a new apartment. Might as well just get a new mattress at that point. Yeah, well, my, my mom has a second bedroom. She has a mattress. Oh, okay. There you go. What kind of stuff did you have in your apartment, though, that you have to move? Just clothes? Clothes and uh, I don't know what else. There's so much stuff in there. I feel like I don't need any of it. Totally, man. Totally. And like the only time you'll really recognize that is when you're moving and yeah. you're like, oh, I don't fucking need that shit. I don't need that. Like I, I just have drawer fulls of just whatever. I don't even yeah. know. But I can imagine like once I leave this studio slash apartment, I'm just like, OK, I don't need that. Don't need that. Yeah. I mean, a ton yeah, of I've clutter, a lot of stuff. And especially living in New York City, you don't really you don't really know how much clutter you have until like you're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I 
I sold my TV. That was good. And everything else, I'm just like, ah. How'd you sell it? Facebook Marketplace? Facebook Marketplace. I didn't really even know that worked so well, but it's better than Craigslist? I mean, it's more I've reliable. Craigslist, but mm. I tried to sell like some furniture. No one's biting on it, so I'm just going to get rid of it. But the TV sold. The TV sold. Nice. Yeah. Well, people are buying used TVs. I guess so. Yeah. Is it a big TV? It was pretty. It was like 50 inches. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I guess. I was kind of surprised someone bought it. it like <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, like I could have gotten a new one for like $50 more than they bought this right, one. Right, right, right. TVs, man. They've just been... I, I remember they came out and they were freak. They were what? Two feet wide. <laughs> you had to put it on the stand in the middle of your room. Now, flat screen TVs, you can find it for like 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this TV also is not that expensive. This is a Life's Good. Or that's LG. Probably like 35 inches. This is like 200 bucks. Yeah, TV's not so, not so expensive these days. All yeah. this audio equipment, way more expensive. Oh, for sure. But they yeah, bought man. it for me, so that's all that really matters. <laughs> there, you, there you go, dude. Speaking of TV, you watching any good TV shows recently or what? TV, dude, I have not been watching TV lately. I'll just like go on a YouTube video. YouTube, man, totally. I'm a, a big YouTube guy. Yeah. Find that our generation and younger, people are switching over to YouTube just because it's free. You know, you got your Netflix shows, you watch eight episodes and then it's done youtube is just unlimited yeah and then the algorithm kind of finds you in the way where they're like oh you might like this 10 minute video also yeah and then you just find yourself clicking it's like instagram and tiktok too but who like i don't know i watch like shark tank once a love a good shark tank episode yes i don't know i feel like lately i haven't really been watching like i'll watch half of a movie and just be like bored or just on my phone the entire time exactly i mean that's always been like even through school i was always like a visual visual guy i always got fired up when they like rolled in the tv you know (laughs) that was your that was always fresh so isaac before we get out of here man thank you so much for coming over in the 95 degree day heat seriously i don't even know how you made it outside but we got a beautiful ac here what do you got to tell the people man before we see you on june 21st 7 p.m at the stand well, first of all, we'll see you June 21st, 7 p.m. at the stand. Love that. One thing right Love now. that. Shout out your Instagram and whatever, please. Yeah, Instagram is at IsaacG53. That was my number when I played backup goalie uh, for floor <laughs> hockey in high school. <laughs> and you kept 53? <laughs> Very sentimental number. Love it. I actually want to get just Isaac G, but it's some guy that hasn't used his Instagram since 2016. You try and buy it off that guy? Yeah, but I can't get in contact. <laughs> also, I was like, it's his birthday, May 3rd. It's like, happy yeah, early birthday, right? Eight. Something like that. No, that's... I was just, uh, I wanted number 22 in high school, but someone else had it. So I got 23, and they messed up the printing, and I got 53. <laughs> so that's, uh, I didn't want this number. Dude, quite the journey yeah. to 53. But that's what I got. Uh, Mondays, 10 p.m. at the Mayfly in the Lower East Side. Wednesdays, it's called 7.30. Get there a little early. Uh, at, the, uh, at Juke Bar, Village Idiot. Um, Twitch, 10 p.m. Tuesdays. I don't know. This is, all this is on Instagram all the time because uh, I'm a slave to social media. So. Amazing. But seriously, that show on Wednesday night is one of the best bar shows in the city. Hands down. No cappuccino. No cap. You guys know what I'm talking about. You guys go there. You make reservations online, correct? Yeah. On Eventbrite, we've got the link in the bio. And it's and it's free besides free. you buying a drink at the bar and having a good time with your friends with There's free no laughs. Minimum. So if you want to just come watch, come watch. Bro. Beautiful. Isaac, thank you so much. Right, you guys, me. thanks for joining the Ted Jones World Podcast. Check the link in this YouTube video, and we'll see you at a Ted Jones comedy show. Peace. Hell yeah.